0: Himmelo Mudene on SAFM.
1: Thank you very much for staying with us. I'm um, coming to you live from Pretoria and Church Street, and we are at Kopano uh, Manyanu, God, the Centre uh, for the Homeless, and uh, I'm with a Good Samaritan this afternoon. As we and and I'm sure you can hear in the background, the noise is quietened down quite a bit. So uh, lunch is served. I think people are now getting blankets and and, and hoodies and so on. And uh, basically, we are here to to try and understand what life on the streets of South Africa. is is like for, for the homeless. And what piqued our interest was a story that, that uh, made the rounds in the news about uh, the homeless who were murdered essentially in Pretoria. And uh, we wanted to understand what must it be like to be in the streets of, uh, of Pretoria, of any city in South Africa. We understand that obviously different cities differ- treat the homeless differently, but we're here to try and understand what it's like to be in the streets. And so we bump into a Good Samaritan as we came here this morning. Who is from Betmanora Pretoria Progressive Jewish Congregation?
2: Hello. Hi, Pomelo. They tell me here that you came
1: around about a year ago. You were here, I don't know, you were here to donate
2: some clothing. Yes, yes.
1: And you never left.
2: No. <laughs> we decided to collect clothing. It was the start of winter mm. and we decided to collect jackets and jerseys for the homeless. Uh-huh. Uh, one of our members came across an article about Copano Maniana in the uh, Pretoria News. We contact, I contacted Tabojo, and the rest is history. We still hear with them. We. Many of us,
1: though, uh, do this, you know, and we have a bit of a halo around with us for the day, and you, poof, forget all about the people. Yes. But you stayed. I'm intrigued by what kept you coming back here. Why are you here helping day in, day out? What kept you coming back to this particular
2: shelter? I just know that they're doing an excellent job trying to keep the guys fed Um, healthy and I just felt it's part of our tradition Mm. to give to the poor we have a thing called tikkun olam which is repairing the world Mm. so it's not repairing the world as in physically but to help those in need Mm. and it's through that that we feel the need to give charity to somebody and if it means helping these guys getting fed on a daily basis instead of a weekly basis I'm happy to be around and help them all the time. What is the greatest need from your assessment here? I believe yes food is important but I also believe there is a great need for Housing mm. to you know to give these guys somewhere to sleep at night mm. not that they're sleeping out in the cold street mm. and um, my wish is one day that somebody would give one of these buildings mm. that are standing empty to them. Mm. To make use of um, it. I mean, I'm told you, since you've come around, they're yes.
1: they getting at least some food every every month. I think they've got a, a voucher Correct. That, um, that they're able well, to use.
2: Nick Nicolai from Spa Monument Park, mm. I contacted him. I brought him here and he has come on board where he gives me money every month to do a shop for them. Mm. So they're not just getting peanut butter, sandwiches and tea every day. Mm. They're getting hot meals most days of the week now.
1: What has your engagement with the poor taught you that you, you know, you obviously didn't know before this experience?
2: Well, because of our, um, you know, working with the poor and that, I think it's been a thing most of my life mm. to to give to the poor, to help those in need. And we did have another project years ago, which unfortunately we had to stop. Mm. And so this is something that I believe is ongoing, mm. and hopefully one day they will maybe not need us because they'll be self-sustained somehow. But have we are you, there. Have you been engaging with some and and seen a change?
1: In the involvement of people like yourselves, you coming here, people light up when they talk about you. They say, Since you've come, you know, things have changed. But have you seen
2: it in them, the change? I have. And I see, when I see these guys being fed, and I see how excited they are, Mm. when they get a good plate of food, it makes me feel good. Mm. Mm. I also brought a teenager here a couple of months ago Mm. I took her shopping with me Mm -hmm. and you know I said to you know this means they're going to have at least three hot meals a week Mm. and her response to me was but I have a hot meal every single night she was horrified at the thoughts that these guys weren't getting fed that you know you see this every day? You commit yourself? You didn't have to? You no. You
1: keep coming here? Yes. I don't, you know, you do what many of us would not be doing or are not doing. Yes. What can you tell us, um, those of us who are at arm's length and know that they're the poor and they know that they're homeless people but kind of distance ourselves from uh, a glaring problem in our
2: society? You know, I think it's important for all of us to reach out and help those in need however small it is it is important you've got to give to others share it doesn't have to be a
1: big we were speaking to the mmc now yes. earlier on do you think government gets the you know how desperate the situation
2: is i don't think so but i think there is a lot of talking going on at the moment mm-hmm. which hopefully will turn things around, but up until the murders of those poor guys Mm. in Makelnuka, I don't think the government were even concerned one bit about it. Mm. We'll yeah. continue our conversation. I'm in conversation with Giddy
1: Leaf uh, from Bitmanora Menora, uh, Pretoria Progressive Jewish Congregation. And please weigh in on the subject. Your knowledge of what's happening out there in our streets. How connected are you? How much do you understand uh, the plight of the, the the homeless in this country? 891 104207. I'll also be touching base with people in Cape Town about the situation of the homeless there in Cape Town. So please give me a, uh, an SMS or a WhatsApp or you can give us a call and Let's let's have a conversation. It is all of our problem.
0: Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation.
1: It is Life Happens. My name is Pimelo Motene. We're on a homeless drive. We're in Pretoria on Church Street. There is a, a little building here in Church Street that uh, helps the homeless with food, helps the homeless with getting bathed every single day. They give them a locker. They help them keep their belongings and that is very important because um, there has been talk about how for instance when it rains in the city, you know, the drains get clogged up. Part the reason the drains get clogged up is because the homeless keep their belongings in those drains, obviously then making it difficult for water to flow through. So you may not think of it as a big deal. It really is a big deal. It's also a big deal because every single locker is like an address for the person who leaves their belongings in there. They literally get church street, building number X and locker number whatever. That essentially becomes their proof of address, which then allows them to access services whether it is social services whether it is being able to go to the bank being able to get an id document small to you and me but really really is important for those who need that particular identity it is crucial for those people so as i've asked you i am willing to take your calls 0891 104 207 jacques in kzn High
0: hi there um, man thank you for uh, taking my call um, yes absolute I say, pleasure you know, I find your show uh, very uh, helpful actually because this is not a thing that's uh, a, a issue that's raised every day and uh, I'm happy that people are really considering uh, you know con- considering the unfortunate people who, who live on the streets um I'd like to tell a serious story I, I lived in uh, KZN, uh, sorry, in in Cape Town, Nusenburg, for a while. And uh, when I lived there, I, on a daily basis, uh, interacted with quite a large group of homeless people. I mean, these guys, they had dogs as pets who lived with them on the streets. And and, uh, I studied there. So I met them every day when I went to the shops. And and some of them I really became uh, closely acquainted with. I remember the one guy, we even got in touch with his sister and his brother to to sort of help him to get back into his family life. And um, I don't want to sound negative, but my experience for that year that I studied there and I came back to Cozulunasol and all that, uh, I I found that, you know, we helped these guys a lot. We we gave them clothes. We tried to give them food. I remember the one guy... uh, you know, he, he, he slept in the rain all night, and we, we, you know, we had to make a plan because I thought he was going to die from uh, sickness or something. But the thing was, what struck me is, that no matter how much we helped, it seemed like some of them, not all of them, but but a large number of the guys who, who I interacted with, uh, they were quite content to live that way, and I, I still struggle to understand it. Um, I mean, the one guy, he he told me that they kept their ID books with uh, another person who had a residence, and every now and then they would go to that person uh, to get their books so that they could go and draw their, their government grant or their pension or whatever, and really just live life on the street getting drunk and living on handouts and so on. And that was a way of life for them. And I think, you know, we definitely, there's a lot going on trying to help these folks. But how do you help somebody who keeps going back to that type of lifestyle? Um, what can we do to socially and mentally equip these people to... I, I mean, I'm, I'm admiring the lady who started this... Uh, it's not a shelter, but this sort of haven where, where she herself was on the street for seven years and experienced it. And I've met people who's gotten off the street, but there's a, that's a minority. And I'm talking about a drop in the ocean. The majority I find, even where I live here, in how in I interact with homeless people, the majority have... Um, I I think it's discouragement. They have become so discouraged that they believe this Mm -hmm. is it, this is the life. And and I think largely we need to deal with that psychological mindset that this is, you know, it can get better, it can change. So, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a complex
1: one, we're going to deal with it Thanks very much for that Jacques, it's a complex yeah. one We'll be dealing with it as we speak to psych- uh, psychologists As we speak on this particular show With uh, social well, workers and so on Let me quickly quickly go to Lota in Pretoria You're in our part of the nick of the words, Lota, hi Hi, how are you guys? Uh, g- good uh, man, Good. Uh, thanks for yeah. calling
0: Good thanks, important topic um, I, I, I was almost homeless at some point uh, but perhaps not to the extent where these guys are, are homeless. Uh, this is when our house was petrol bombed, and that was the time of when the IFP and the ANC, they were fighting. But I just want to thank the people that continuously support these people. And we also have a busy shooting now uh, for a TV show called The Samaritans. And the people with such stories will encourage them to contribute towards those episodes. Uh, thank you so much.
1: Really appreciate your call, Lota, there. Giddy. I mean, it's encouraging seeing people like you. And I think we can't say thank you enough. We, we It's complicated, you know. Uh, the, the the lady, the, uh, the gentleman earlier on was saying he, he battles to understand. We'll continue to unpack it a little bit further. But yes. For people like yourself who give of yourself without having to have to do that, really your little bit of contribution goes a long way. So on their behalf, I suppose maybe some of them never get the opportunity to thank you. They never really get to meet you. Thank you for doing your bit.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that. I think it is so important that, as I said to you earlier, that each and every one of us tries. I'm not asking anyone to... 100%, but just try and do something to help. And that's what's important.
1: Giddy Leaf there, what I would call a good Samaritan from Bet Medora, Pretoria Progressive Jewish Congregation. She has managed to give 2,000 rands of food every single month for the past year to this community. And I think that is commendable. Two o'clock now. Let's get the very latest in news with Utzilia Saku.